The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Recording live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios. You know who is in the building today. I'm with my fellas. Yes, sir. D-Mac, you looking good today, brother. Oh, yeah, man. Listen, I, I think I got pretty much everything I wanted to see out. Are you bad sh- yesterday. Yeah. Are you sure, yeah, Danny I, McCray? I, I think I, it was light yesterday, too. It was light. It was light. light. I think it was light. Anyway, you are now rocking <laughs> You are now rocking with the best. This is the Players' Lounge, sponsored by Tostitos, the official chip and dip of the Dallas Cowboys. And at the desk, per usual, my dude, Danny McCray, uh, former safety, Dallas Cowboys safety and Chicago Bears safety. Mm-hmm. Across from me, per usual, is my man, Barry Church. Yes, sir. Former Jacksonville Jaguar and Dallas Cowboy. Man, your both of your teams is, is doing both of your we in there. teams. In there, man. We in there, man. Uh, we fellas, we're going to start this thing like we always do before we get to what happened yesterday. Go back to the scene of the crime here in the studio. Because uh, that was an, an assaulting mm. that happened up in here, HR. VC, uh, <laughs> <laughs> how are you today, sir? I'm doing amazing, man. It's a beautiful day out. You know, I don't play for TCU, so, you know. Ooh, man. Lord. Oh, man, that was ugly. <laughs> 65 to 7? Yeah, we're going to get to that. We're going to get into that. But, uh, yeah, I'm doing great, man. Loving, loving life, doing good, man. Loving life, doing mm-hmm. good. Potty training over here, man. We working on it yet? Or no, 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 we're not potty training yet. I'm still buying diapers. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm wishing that on you. I'm wishing it on you. I, listen, I know it's coming. I know it's coming. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Speaking but, into but, existence. But, but until then, I'm okay. Nah, I'm okay. All right, she, she wake up. I put her to bed at 8. She wake up at 10.30 to come get in my bed. So, you know, mm-hmm. this is... I don't know what else to do. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, brother. But, you know, it is, it is what it is. It's like clockwork, 1030. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Then, then, sleep she, though, she, she sleep bad. She sleep bad. Oh, no, no, she, no, 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 oh, no, no. I thought no, you no, meant no. like she was out the whole time. No, 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 no. I put her in the bed at 8 p.m. She wake up at 10.30 p.m. Oh. to come get in our bed. Yeah. And then she sleep bad. Oh. So, Not yeah. meaning she wake up. No, yeah, she yeah. she spins in the yeah, bed. She's she talking to sleep. She asking for juice on her sleep. You know, so when I wake up in the morning, my eyes red. I'm tired. I'm like, I ain't getting no sleep last night. That's what be wrong with you, dog. You sleep deprived. Thank you, for, thank you for telling us what's going on. You need some sleep, dog. Wait, but don't Zoe, man. <laughs> Zoe, let this man sleep, please. Please, please. <laughs> hard out here. It is, it is hard out here, boy. I tell you, these new, these new parents, boy, they let them come get in their bed. Remember that? Remember those days, Nicky? We, hey, we was, hey, get up. We're going to take you right back over here. As many times as we got to put you back in your bed, as gently as we have to mm. put you back in your bed, mm-hmm. you are not going to sleep in my bed. Man, every day I'll be passed out in the car. Next thing you know, I wake up. I'm in my room. Like, man, what, what's going on? I don't, <laughs> wait a minute. How do we get here? Wait a minute, Barry. We got to have to look into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you no. need to be putting that in the NFL No, 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 no. I'm talking about when I was a baby, when I was a kid. When I was a kid. All right? I'm talking about when I was a kid. Okay. When I was a kid. Okay. 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 No, I was I pull up to the to the house. Uh, I knew, 
They say I know I'm in the crib. Nah, man. Nah. That sounds like class action lawsuit. They say, hey, man, check on your friends. Check on your friends. Check on. No, I'd have been. If that was the case, I'd have been the top on that. Check on your people. This is check on your people Tuesday. Oh, Thank you for nah. telling us. That's the reason why I do the mental check in. Just for, <laughs> hey, it, they always showing signs. So oh, <laughs> make nah. sure you keep up with the signs. But, man, look, last night, if y'all were. Watching football last night, we all were looking That's forward to That's what y'all want to call it? Football? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on, man. No. We were all looking forward to that game last night. Uh, the Georgia Bulldogs versus the Horn Frogs from TCU. And, man, what excitement. Who'd you pick? I picked Georgia. I think I picked Georgia, too. Whoa, yeah, no, no, no. You, you talking about TCU. I said SEC. Nah, Come on. I don't remember all that. I don't remember all he that. He did. Come he on. He said I'm an SEC guy. He said SEC. No, I, I, I told you he campaign managed it. He, 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 <laughs> he went there, but, <laughs> you but he was clear. TCU. I said with my heart. I said I'll take TCU with my heart. Here you go. You did. I, I did because I wanted to upset. You was with Mattress Mac last night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told Mac, I said, Mac, you don't want Mattress <laughs> Mac, Mac. Man, Mac went in full force. Oh, my God. <laughs> How much Mattress Mac put on there, man? 3.1? Yeah, oh, yeah dog, man. man. That's why I, I thought he was giving away free furniture again. Man, man, how do you come? Uh, anyway, I don't know. Mattress Mac, yeah. Mac been doing it for a long time. Yeah, he's selling yeah, a lot yeah, of furniture. Yeah, hey, he got some bread. Trust I was in high school. Mattress Mac was the guy. He had commercials all over the place. Really? Mac got that bread, though. He got that bread. But, man, what, 65? to seven basketball 65 to seven and it, look it was a point in this game where I was like somebody need to come out like committee need to get together and say stop this put the running clock on stop that. this <laughs> they do it in high school that was bad. they do it in high school they do the running clock in high school because that thing could have gotten ugly that was bad that could have gotten really bad if y'all think about it they played four I mean, four quarters of that First team all the way. I don't. I. I, I don't even want to say what the score could have been. Sixty-five points. Hicks said it could have gotten got really. Ugly. <laughs> no. That I could. They could have. They with an eighty on that thing. What? Sixty-five. That was bad. That was. That was bad. And, but let me get you guys' take on uh, what you saw last night and and the fact that this is expanding to ten more teams. Man, to be honest, I looked at that and I. Was, you could clearly see. You know, TCU. Whatever the case may be, maybe they put all their energy into that Michigan game, yeah. whatever the case may be. But it just looked like they didn't belong on that same field right. um, with Georgia out there, man. I mean, you could tell from the jump. You know, Stinson Bennett, you know, whatever the case may be, the guy just had it going. I mean, he he was outrunning some of TCU's DBs. And I'm like, it's just not fair. And then we talked to CB earlier, the, the wonderful producer that he is, and you could tell he could see that the, the offensive lines was just getting pushed. Back into uh, Duggan's face the entire afternoon, man. And so it just, to me, it just like TCU just didn't belong. And and the moment was just too big for him, man. Yeah, no, I think, I don't, you know, goodness gracious. I watched the game. And I, I, it's, it, it was confusing to me why people even thought that TCU had a chance. All right. Yeah. The truth of the matter is, okay, Georgia is more talented. They got bigger, faster, stronger guys. The program and the conference that they are in has prepared them more than the the conference that TCU is in, who lost to Kansas State, yeah. not even hanging a banner this year because mm, they lost yeah. to Kansas State in the Big 12. Mm, All right? It lets you know how not good Michigan was, and Ohio State was they played Georgia a little bit better. Oh, yeah. But yeah. it's just different levels of competition. And that's no and that's no knock against TCU. They had a great season. But you saw it out there. The same, we talked about winters. Last yeah. last week and how how he stood out last week, 
Georgia had that guy looking very average when he was Extremely, out there. Yes. I'm talking about multiple times you looked up and I was like, this dude Winters is going to make a play. And then they're like, oh, no, that's – No, he's not. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not him. Mm-hmm. But you see the different caliber of athletes that go to a school like Georgia who is now a back-to-back national champion mm-hmm. and then a, a, a school like TCU. So they got some catching up to do. Do they belong on that field? They belong on the same field as Notre Dame when it comes to these – Shots fired. Well, when it comes to these playoffs, yeah. man, Jeez. when you go out there, <laughs> they got one more time to go out there and put that type of performance up, and they'll be in the same uh, the same bucket as Notre Dame, who every time they go out there, they put up something that you just don't want to watch. Wet the bed. Yeah, well, this was – I don't want to say bedwetting by TCU because it looked like from the beginning they were outclassed. You know, yeah. it's, you know, it's levels to it. And it's clear that the Georgia Bulldogs was on another level. But where I worry is with the expansion of more teams – I would just say it, man. Alabama would have been two loss. Alabama would have been more physical than that. Yeah, I agree with you. Would have proposed more of a threat. Two loss. Tennessee would have, I believe, would have given you more than that. Yeah. Teams, but if you're going to say let's give, and I don't even know who the the twelfth team is. All right, but let's just say a North Carolina, a team like that, uh, just the ACC or wherever. Big 12 team, oh, whomever, and you put them in the same category as a Georgia right now, I, man, that's that's pro, that's pro league. That's right there. <laughs> just the speed alone. And I'm telling you right now, Lad McConkey, he open right now, wherever he is. He wide open. <laughs> he be open. I'm like, dog, how is this Mr. man? This is tight end. Oh, he was oh, he was always he called oh, Brock Bowers. Bowers. He, oh, he called Brock Bowers. He called bro, was eating. He Flex called. him out, line him up. Oh. He Whole called. monster. He Last called. time I see the tight end, I, bro, that he was out there. They was all balling. I mean, they were playing TCU and they looked at it. They looked at it like, hey man, we finna go out here, we finna eat. I see a video of these dudes eating buffalo wings on the sideline. That was that was I, that's so I, disrespectful. Before halftime, they over there in the suite. Like, let me get a let me get a mouth. You know what I mean? Let me, let me get a lemon pepper over there. What? Give me a peach drink. You, oh, but, before halftime, you eat wings. Yeah. But to your point, I, all it's going to end up being is uh, SEC West champion, SEC East champion, and then one of the Big Ten champions are going to be the final three in mm. the final three or four uh, of that. Every time. Yeah. Every every time, after you get past the first round, which it may be one or two interesting games because at that point you're going to have some of those teams that, that you named North right. Carolina, Utah, mm-hmm. somewhere yes. playing in, in those games against each other. And it's going to be like – it's going to look like, oh, they, they're ready. Like, they're, they, USC. They, yeah. Like they, they, they can do it. And then what? as they move on, then you're going to see that the upper echelon of talent, the Georgias, the Tennessees, the Alabamas, the LSUs, the Ohio States, those are going to be the same teams that end up <laughs> in the uh, in the championship every single time, no matter how big – how uh, much you expand the playoffs. Do you say to yourself – I mean, because – Obviously, the commonality. We all are college athletes. (laughs) 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 For you guys, coming up during a time just like me where they couldn't they couldn't pay you. Mm. <laughs> they couldn't pay you any money. But now with the NIL deal, transfer portal, and all of that, people are saying, okay, now the transfer of power throughout college football should be the great equalizer. Now, where George doesn't get to hoard all of the talent. Uh, 
Alabama doesn't get to hoard all the talent. You see some of the classes that the University of Texas is getting. Mm-hmm. And so you're asking yourself, you know, can they can these other teams make up the difference? TCU will never know what it's like to be on that level, but they found out last night that these are the kinds of things that you have to recruit in order to beat a Georgia. Do you believe that with the NIL and the transfer portal that that maybe that would be a deterrent from SEC teams? Pretty much running the no, table. Let me let me say something else about the SEC. They also have the best coaches. They the Nick Saban tree, which yeah. is where Kirby Smart came from, is now back to back national champions. Yeah, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the championships that Nick Saban <laughs> won on the west side of that as well, yeah, right. Yeah. And then you sprinkle something in in there every once in a while. You get an LSU in there. You get Ohio State in there. But for the most part, the yeah. coaching is different from those upper echelon schools as well as the talent. So it's not just – it's not you can just go buy great, great players mm-hmm. and then not put them in the right position to be out there and go make those plays. You also have to have the coaching. And these Big Ten schools, the, the top two that are up there, Michigan. But Ohio State more than that. And then, of course, the Big Two in the SEC would be uh, Alabama and, uh, and right now Georgia. Yeah, the, right. the, the coaching is just different. Yeah, coaching definitely matters. And like you said, I mean, you got the best of the best in the SEC. The only chance that those kind of outside the SEC conferences have is if they can get a quarterback. Because, I mean, we see that's the biggest difference in these in these schools that you're going against powerhouse. Like, Stinson, man, he ain't the greatest of all time, but everything around him mm-hmm. is the greatest of all time. Yeah. The only way to be able to combat that is if you got that guy behind the helm that can play well. And if you look at Ohio State, they had Stroud. And he, him and his connection with his receivers, they was giving Georgia everything they could have. All right. right? So, I think if you can get these quarterbacks to come to these different conferences, then you got a chance. But, I mean, they got to be something extremely special because we see what we're dealing with at the SEC. Like you said, they're all bigger, faster, stronger in that division. And you talk about defenses, not only is the top 11, you know, good, but the people that are backing them up, they're getting drafted as well. Right. I mean, I'm sure there's some cats from Georgia that's going to get drafted that maybe have seen 10 snaps all year long. I mean, right. there's just depth on top of depth in the SEC, and that's really what puts them beyond these other schools, that they just got so much piled on to it that you can go through that first layer and be like, all right, we, we, we weathered the storm. And here comes that second layer that's just as good. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's me, a tough let me, situation. Let me get on church real quick. Okay, he said greatest of all time. Greatest of all time college football team is the LSU team of 2019. Man, stop. Not the Georgia team of last night. <sighs> so, I mean, I, listen, I, 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 you know, you put them two teams on the field and the LSU team is beating that Georgia team. You know what? I, I'm going to tell you like this. I, I, I'm a, I, I tend to agree with you simply because they definitely had the better quarterback and receiver. Yeah, oh, yeah. Quarterback oh, yeah. and receivers. Oh, absolutely. That, that's, I mean, that, you, I mean hands well, you, can watch, you can watch what they're doing now. But that, yeah. that defense for Georgia had, man. Yeah, our defense was brutal. Yeah, our defense wasn't as good as Georgia's, but our offense was better than that, That's what it made. It would have been a good game. Yeah, well, but Georgia's offense is not – not world beaters either. So our defense would have still. Man, still have some respect for yourself, Barry. Toledo would have put up at least 20. 20 nah. what? <laughs> I, I, I can't go with you on that. I can't go with you on that. I, I'd, have, I'd have balled out. But, but as a total, yeah, we'd have got. Yeah. It wouldn't have been 65-7. I know that. But it wouldn't have been that. Church would have been mad as hell like that. And we see number 42 walking to the locker room. Church is only the third quarter. Damn, boy. <laughs> Would have been mad. You man. hate to see it. Yeah, hate to see <laughs> go. That was my first. Now, shout out, but shout out TCU, man. They they made it. Uh, yeah, that's that's one of those. Every once in a while, you have those stories, those Cinderella stories, and it just didn't end off a Cinderella ending for oh, them. Oh God! Who was that last year was that Cincinnati? Last year, yeah, game? Cincinnati. Did they get smacked, or did they make it at least a game? I forgot. Yeah, smacked. Yeah, well. 
It, it happens, bro. It's yeah. just man, you have no business. It's like you don't have no business out here, man. You need to go back over there and play with the rest. <laughs> it's different. The last one was who? Oklahoma with Mayfield. Was the last one? Was that? when it when it was. It was close. Oh, yeah, was, they lost in overtime yeah, in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. So that, that may uh, have been the last time. But, guys, we're going to talk about some Cowboys here while we have a few minutes before we go to break. Um, did you get it out of your system yesterday? Did you did you feel like you, you emptied your buckets on the negativity? I mean, now we have to we have to start to, you know, draw the circle the wagons yeah. to start talking about this this victory on Monday. The victory. Yeah, we yeah. gotta start talking about victory on Monday. It's playoff week. Are you saying do we feel better about the game? Yes. I, if I'm being completely honest, I don't. Yeah. I don't feel any better than I did you know, the other day. When we no, no, no. Let me it. let me not say that. Not better about the game. Better yeah. about the fact that the season is over. Okay. And that you have a new season in the playoff. Okay, yeah. If you if you look at it that way, that's the know, only way you can yeah, look at they it. They got a, you know, it's, it's a fresh season. Everybody got a chance. Everybody got a chance. Yeah, you, you, only way you get to the Super Bowl. <laughs> right, only way got a chance. Only way you get to the Super Bowl <laughs> is in the playoffs. So I mean, that's, you, you that's can't true. skip this step, right? That's crazy. It's crazy that you. That's how you went from TCU where everybody got a chance, but they made the playoffs. <laughs> I'm just and now you talking about. Oh yeah, Cal. Yeah, we got. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy that the season is over with, and hopefully the page is turned, and they forgot about everything that happened during the regular season, and we become a new team. That is the hope. That is the hope that we somehow become the team that was running the ball, playing good defense, and protecting the ball. That is the hope. And today you have a practice. Uh, no, off today. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow they come back for a practice. And there's a lot to be worked on and a lot to talk about and sit down and circle and underline and say, look, we need to fix this. Possibly the left side of your defense at the cornerback position. Oh, we that's talk- under attack. Yeah, we we talked about that. Like, yes. The levy has broken. Tell us right? how you really feel, <laughs> Barry. That's under attack, man. And you talk, and you you're not going against you know a guy that you know maybe he's in his you know eighth year or sixth year that's just kind of rounded into his form. You might be able to trick him here and there. You're going against a man that's been in the league what, 20, 20 some years now, right. seen every defense there is out there. It's hard to disguise your defense or try to talk him into something. The only way you get under this man's skin and the only way you you kind of get this guy down in the dumps or, or take advantage of him is if you can get pressure on him. If mm-hmm. you can get pressure on that man, particularly up the middle, then you got a chance. Because we all know he's not the most athletic guy. All right, he, He's a quarterback that loves to be in that pocket, loves to be in his spot, stay in his spot, and try to dissect your defense that way. If this was week six, week four, week five, when this defensive line was humming, getting six sacks a game type deal, I'd be like, I'm feeling pretty good. But what we've seen these past couple weeks, besides last week when they were going against Sam Howe and got three sacks, they haven't been doing much as far as pressuring the quarterback. And if you give Tom Brady time back there, it doesn't matter who you got on that defensive side of the football. He's going to be able to dissect you because what he does well is he takes what the defense gives you. If you backing off and playing zone, all right, I'm going to throw this little check down to, to Leonard Fournette. All right, I'm going to throw this hit to the tight end real quick. He may take a shot here and there, but he's going to take what the defense gives you, and he's going to he's gonna try to kill you with a 1,000 cuts. We all understand that about Tom Brady. So unless they can get pressure, man, it, it, it's going to be a long afternoon. Yeah, and I'm, I'm – Piggyback off what you said on one of those points of like, yeah, if you don't disrupt the timing of Tom Brady and his receivers at, at some point, right? If you just want to play off a play zone the whole time, but you're not jamming guys and and throwing them off of they uh they, they pads mm-hmm. when they're running up the seam or trying to get across the field, 
Yeah, that's when he gets the ball out in, in, in two seconds, and he, yep. he nickel and dimes you, right? He, he'll throw a six-yard hitch here, throw it to the flat here, throw, throw it to Leonard Ford for seven mm-hmm. yards. Before you know it, it's a 12-play drive for eight minutes and a touchdown. Like, yep. you have to find a way, one, to get some pressure on them and throw the timing off on these routes, yeah, right? Absolutely. Throw the timing off on it, and then you got a shot. And I think that's the only chance we have of winning this game is if our defense comes out and wins this game for us. And, and so what I'm what I'm really alluding to, guys, is the fact that the big playability of the Washington Commanders had to have troubled you, especially seeing the way that Sam Howell was fitting the ball in to Scary Terry and, and Dotson. Dotson. Yeah. Um, one player, Mackenzie Alexander, was bought in uh, last month, I believe, yeah. uh, uh, now on the practice squad and has been rumored to be on the active roster. Okay. He better be. Something. Because right here. My name. I've seen what they got. I'm saying it's a one-game season right now. Yeah. You, you bring him in. This is it. Put your play. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and so going off of what you're saying, you're saying, look, all, you solve all of that by getting your pass rush back. Mm-hmm. Okay. You solve all of that by getting Tom Brady off of his spots and get, making him uncomfortable. That's still relying on your front. Yeah. Okay, that, talk about me selling hopium. <laughs> that's, that, no, but that's that's essentially what you have to do to win this game. But at some point, your secondary is going to have to hold up. On the left side right now, across from Trayvon Diggs, we have been suffering. Mm. And whether it be with De'Ron Bland, whether it be with uh, Nation Wright, it doesn't matter who we put over there. That has been the weakest link. Is that something this week that is you're working in practice? How do you get that fixed on, on a moment's notice going in versus Tom? <laughs> they they got to send help. All right, they got to send help. Like, I understand, like, Diggs on, on, on the side that he's on, man. I think Diggs is a top three corner in this league. You know, okay. last year he got all those interceptions, which was great, but his technique was kind of, you know, there was left to be had out there. There was some yeah. left to be had. But this year I feel like he's turned the corner, has become a complete corner as far as being able to take the football away, being able to shut down receivers. We've seen what he was able to do against one of the best in Justin Jefferson. All right, do you travel him? I'm traveling him. All okay. right, I'm traveling that's him up with Evans. I'm sitting there saying, man, you know, man every, every day. I'm putting him on now. I'm saying, look, Diggs. You got to have this matchup. You got to be able to put your hands on this man. And I'm not saying shut him out completely because that's a hard thing to do in this league, but you got to limit him over there. And I'm putting all my other assets, and I'm helping that young guy out on the other side. I'm helping Bland out, and I'm helping whoever they decide to put out there, whether it's Mullen, Wright, Alexander, whoever the case may be. I'm helping him out there, and I'm saying, Diggs, you got to handle this on your own over there. Because we know Tom Brady, he watches film. Yeah. And he's looking at that and saying, man, they were wearing that. Whoever was over there, it don't matter. They were wearing those guys out over there. And you got not only do you have Godwin in the slot, so Bland's going to have his hands yeah. full, but you got Julio Jones coming off of a couple weeks of rest. All right, now I'm not saying he's the old Julio. He's still Julio. But he can still give you some gas on that outside. That's and a big-time catch you made in week one. Exactly, on, on Anthony Brown. So – to me, you're you gonna have your, you, you know, you're gonna have your fill over there in wide right. receivers. You gotta put some expenses over there. You gotta have a safety leaning over the top to uh, to help against the deep ball. Maybe a linebacker buzzing underneath. But we gotta make sure we keep everything in front of you because yeah. that's the last thing you want to do is give Tom Brady a cheap one over the top and he's already sitting there with a seven zero spot. He, he, that's just not what you want to do. Do you agree with that game plan about traveling digs, uh, or do you say leave him where he is? I, I agree with it, but I, I think you got to mix it up uh, from time to time, just because with motions and, and shifts, they they I think if you just just say, hey man, we're gonna travel this guy every time. Yeah, there are ways that they can find a way to then isolate him throughout motion mm. or line up in twins and bring him back or whatever, and then still get him one on one with uh, whoever <laughs> whoever they want. So I think you got to mix it up and say, hey man. 
80 percent of the time you're going you're going to travel mm -hmm. but i'll tell you when you're traveling just mm -hmm. to make sure that they don't know exactly where he's going to be at but that's that's the worst part about this game is that yeah. you have to do all that for one position. Yeah. You still got to stop the run. Yeah. You still got to worry about the slot because Godwin is, is no slouch and he's yeah. actually a, probably one of the best slot receivers in the league. You still got to do all that and you got to focus all this attention on trying to figure out how you stop Mike Evans. Oh, and Julio Jones, who has been resting for the last few weeks. Oh, well, that's a lot to that's a lot to take in. And uh, but I'm, we're going to take our first break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about a guy that probably lives rent free in one of our coaches' heads. Stay with us here on the Players' Lounge. We'll be back with more. It's Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor, guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at Blockchain.com. Back to the Players' Lounge. Dak Prescott and your Dallas Cowboys are headed to Tampa Bay to take on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in the wild card round on the end of the 2022 NFL playoffs. Come out to Miller Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium for a free wild card watch party on Monday, January 16th. Cheer on the boys alongside the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and rowdy while enjoying while enjoying lawn games, food trucks, music, and more. Gates open at 5:30 and kickoff is at 715 for more information visit dallascowboys.com slash 2022 playoffs back in action here at the swbc mortgage studios heckma harrison danny mccray bear church yes, guys before uh i took a break i said there's a there's a player that lives rent free in this coach's head and uh i do believe it's tom brady to dan quinn there's no way there's no way Dan Quinn does not hate Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> there's, no, there's no possible way 
I understand. Like, you interview these coaches, they give you all this coach's speech and all these metaphors and all this happy stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. If you was one of his boys sitting down with him at a cigar bar and you asked him this question about Tom Brady, he says that. Because for six quarters, Dan Quinn has beaten this man. Yeah. One man has taken two Super Bowl rings from him. Mm. That's a lot of achievements, too. <sighs> you got that Super Bowl. You, you don't, he's probably still the head coach. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. In Atlanta right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get, whew, you got to feel some type of way. You have to. You got You have to. And when you look at the numbers, everything that you look at, I mean, again, you have to be living under a rock to not know that the Cowboys lost on Sunday. And everybody <laughs> and their mama is telling you about why the Cowboys can't win on Monday because – they never beat Tom Brady. Mm-mm. Ever. 8-0, 7-0. You've never beat Tom Brady. Mm. Ever. This has never happened. You've never seen it. Okay? In your mind, mentally, even with all of those, it, God, and let's not even talk about the last time that the Dallas Cowboys has won a road playoff game. Man. You guys were probably still in pre-K. That's a lot of stats against <laughs> you. Guys were I'm trying in, to think. No, no. I'm, just, I'm, I'm laying it all out there. Keep it in 100. Keep it in 100. There's a lot of there's a lot against you in this game. If you look at it, you have a quarterback that has beat your defensive coordinator down several times. You have a quarterback that you have never beaten. So, Danny McCray. <laughs> Ray of sunshine, wow. sell me a unicorn. Oh. <laughs> big dog. Sell me a unicorn. <laughs> Tell me how. I sold my last unicorn. <laughs> 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 sell me. I'm sold out. Come on, dog. I'm sold Please out. Please just put a bone on a horse's head. Do something. Tell I'm me. Sold out. Uh, it, if anything, uh, I will have to. I'm, I'm going to take the same route that I used when everybody kept coming back talking about. See that pattern that the Cowboys on? They lose one, win two, lose one, <laughs> yeah. win four, and I'm like. That is irrelevant. All right, it's irrelevant. All the losses that the Cowboys have to Tom Brady in the past are irrelevant when they play on Monday. This is probably the worst off that the Cowboys have caught Tom Brady. Yeah, this yeah. is probably the worst off, like team wise. He down at, bad when right you, now. When you're looking at how <laughs> how the season went, high ended form. They snuck into the playoffs. This is probably your best shot at saying, you know what? Hey, yeah, we go kick him right now. Yep. Kick the worst part about it is, damn, we down too. Mm-hmm. So this is the battle of two teams who are looking for anything to find that little motivation to kickstart them into a deep run into the playoffs. And great for us that we've never beaten Tom Brady. And it is Tom Brady. So if you somehow figure out a way to pull off this win, I think the confidence of this team goes through the roof. But you got to figure out a way to beat them. Yeah. And Dan Quinn – just ain't been able to do it in those big time moments. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, third time's the charm. Yeah, <laughs> two play, uh, two Super Bowls. No, this is the next biggest moment. The regular season, yeah, yeah, whatever. This is your next biggest moment. Hopefully, the third time is the charm. And y'all know how I feel about Dan Quinn. So I think, you know, I'm gonna just hold that until because that left corner spot got me. <laughs> I need to figure out if Leighton Vander is playing. Too. Yeah, like I, I, yeah. I, I, I'll, no, I'll right. hold off on it, but I want Dan Quinn to have as many tools in the box as he as he possibly can. And right now, we just a little light, so I'm gonna wait until the injury report and all this stuff start to come out before. No, I, I understand that. Before yeah. I say it, it makes me nervous, man. It makes me nervous overall because if you look at it. I mean, I'd rather be going against a, a team in Tampa that maybe had one, you know, the last couple of games. So they come in here, oh, we overlooking the Cowboys. They ain't nothing, you know. Now they, they, 
they're in the same predicament kind of that, that the Cowboys are in. You know, they struggle throughout the season, up and down. Man, but, you know, the only thing that the Cowboys can really grasp onto in uh, all reality, if you look at it, is, you know, Tampa Bay struggles immensely in running the football. And that's something that the Dallas Cowboys struggle in and stopping it. But Leonard Fournette, uh, I forget the guy named White, that, that's just kind of they go back and forth in the, in the backfield. They struggle. They struggle really bad to run the ball. And hopefully we get some of that struggles on Monday. Uh, <laughs> I don't like that I'm hearing that the center Jensen might be coming back for Tampa Bay because that was the, that's like that was their you know Travis Frederick that was the guy that kind of had their whole offensive line going in the right direction so heard all year heard all, heard year. all year he wants to come back now all of a sudden <laughs> holy water holy water <laughs> so he lives he's risen that's that's that that's gonna be a hurt piece right there if he's able to go out there but the only thing maybe maybe the Cowboys I mean Hank Haskins or right. Hankins, maybe he can come exactly. back in there because we had we played against better against the run when he was involved. And then Van Der Esch. I mean, Van Der Esch was having one of his better seasons. So hopefully he can come back in there and stop it. But right now, heck, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I'm grasping for straws right now. I'm just, man. Because he uh, remember how uh, many rushing yards they put up on us on week one. 100. Fournette had 152. Same team. 152. Van Der played. Yeah. Same team. Yeah. And you had A.B. Yeah, it's the same guys, bro. <sighs> yeah, you had a full secondary. Too. Yeah, you had all you guys. Good. Uh-huh. And you go into it, and then you – that's like one of those times where, like, you play a team, and then they beat you, and you hope that they go on to have a really good season. So then that can validate, like, you know what? We, we, everybody we, yeah, lost Everybody, everybody yeah. lost to them. But it didn't happen that way. We're not there lost. We're like, you know. But we ended up winning 12 games. Yeah. Right. And they somehow struggled and scratched and clawed and found their way into the playoffs. And now, now – we're about to play them again. And it's like, all right, at first we, we thought this was a really good team. And now you realize that it's not. Mm-mm. And you're like, man, we got to go beat this team that's really not that good. In they place. We, well, we yeah. should beat them in they place because we should be better than them based off how the seasons went. But right now, I don't think anybody in Cowboys Nation is just like super confident mm-hmm. that that's going to happen. One, because you lost to them in week one. They rushed the ball on you and they're not a good running team. Mm-mm. So what's to say that that won't happen again? That's true. We got some stuff to figure out this week. That's why I'm glad we don't play until Monday, man. So yeah. we got some extra time. We got some guys that can heal up with an extra time. Get the day. lab. All right. We got some guys <laughs> on the old line who can get a little bit more, a little bit more unity in there. there it so because you know, we, I'm sure we'll talk about what McCarthy said about uh, Tyron Smith a little later. But sure. yeah, it's it's a learning process. Big Nate says it all the time. <laughs> he says, "Hey, man, move from left to right is not as easy as just mm-hmm. hey, I'm going from st- strong safety to free safety." All right, no, it is a totally, entirely different process of working your right side of your body and your left side of your body. Yeah. Your strong dominant hand may be your right. If you move over to the left, now it has to be a whole different thing, and same and vice versa from left to right. So Tyron Smith is working, trying to figure it out. Hopefully this is the week where it gets figured out because we need them. Yeah. What, which side of the ball, guys, looking at this matchup with Tampa, do you come in with the most confidence in? And I'm not saying that you have a whole lot of confidence in either side, all right? But I'm just saying if there's one side of the ball that you can say, I have the most confidence in this side of the ball. I got to go even with the injuries. I got to say I'm still – leaning on the defensive side of the football. Okay. Because you still have that D-line. You still got Micah Parsons. You still got um, Tank and all those guys up there that can still get after the quarterback, I believe. So I, I, I'm, 
I'm saying the defensive side of the football still is the strength of this team, even though they struggled a little bit here and there. But the most important side, I believe, has got to be that offensive side, and it's got to be Dak, because you cannot turn the football over. If you turn the football over and give Brady even more opportunities to go out there and throw the dagger on you, they more than likely he's going to take advantage right. of it. So the strength of this defense, in my opinion, but the most important side is definitely that offense and taking care of the football. He's going to steal both sides. <laughs> he just steal both just, sides. He just did that. But I was sitting yeah. there for the second. I'm going opposite the church. I'm going with the offense. Yeah. I think the offense has to do something spectacular. But are you most confident? I'm most confident that our offense can move the ball against their defense. Ooh. And the reason why is because I have no idea if Leighton Van Der Esch is playing. I have no idea if we're going to be able to stop the run or if we can hold up on that left corner spot. Those are huge, huge question marks for you to go into a game playing against a Mike Evans, Julio Jones, and Goblin. Mm-hmm. That is, it's just, they're, they're huge question marks. So I need to see one who's going to be healthy. And two, I know that, like, I'm, I'm, I'm like you on this one. Like, I know Dak can play better. Yeah. I know. So I'm, I'm going to keep saying, hey, man, it, 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 it's going to click. Yeah. It's going to click. And when it does, if it does, then you have an entirely different team. Your oh, team is down. entirely different when he is clicking on all cylinders. He's hitting CeeDee Lamb. He's hitting Dalton Schultz. Tony Pollard and Zeke are rolling because Dak is on his stuff. You're a totally different team. So I believe that he still has it in him. He has to. He got $40 million a year. He got it in him somewhere. Yeah. You better find it. Yeah. Uh, but I think he can. So I think that is, to me, our ability, if he shows up, to play how he should. Receivers are catching the ball. We got the addition of T.Y. Hilton. If all those guys show up, I think then they will be the strength of the team this week. Okay. You know, the key for me is what you said in, in, in that uh, statement was Zeke and Tony Pollard getting rolling. This whole offense, the balance that they've had, and you think about the way that they survived those five games after Dak Prescott got hurt in the first game was through the running game. That's something you've been preaching from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Kellen, run the damn ball. <laughs> and so it, you're back to that point. And there are a lot of people in this fan base that feel like, I don't want to see you running on first down no more and blah, 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 whatever. But even in this situation versus Tom Brady, I think you say the best way to defeat, defeat Tom Brady is keep him sitting down on the other side. That's it. And that, that's going to take a, a, a matter of skill in itself by field position, ball control. Running the ball is basically what, what's going to have to happen. And where I feel like Dak Prescott has been at his best is when play, play action is actually working. Yeah. When the team isn't fooled by it, because I think you or you said it that this defensive coordinator is going to bring everybody to the line of scrimmage and say, oh, yeah. beat me. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, beat me. This is the only way, okay? And if you're able to plow through that with your running game and have any success, then that sets you up for everything else that you want to look for over the top. So, mm, I'm going to keep that one. I'm going to put my feather. That's going to be a feather in my hat. You ain't going to be able to use that one to get me got more ammo. Thank you. We're going to take our last break on the Players' Lounge, and we'll be back with more talking about this defense. Mm. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right, it's not there. He escapes left, he'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. 
Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping! It's Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Back to the Players' Lounge. It's playoff week, and the boys need you, Cowboy Nation. Show your team pride and support this postseason with the best gear in the league. Head to the nearest pro shop or log on to shop.dallascowboys.com. A fanatics experience, and let's get rowdy. Let's get rowdy. Mm. Come on, man. It's playoff week. It's playoff. Playoff week, man. Y'all got to feel good about this, man. Yeah, playoff. I love the enthusiasm. Man, I have to have something, you, you know. got an extra day for the game. So I'm just... I got to have something, Danny McCray. I come in here every day with you. I have to be prayed up. I have yes. to get myself together. I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to walk up out of here feeling good about my Cowboys. I'm going to see a victory. He's going to get – won't he do it? Won't he? Won't he will? Mm. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. That's how I feel. Mm. Um but I tell you what, another thing that really has been worrying me, and this is a guy I watch every play. I'm singled in on him. I'm circle. I will make sure I see where number eleven is. Must be the briefcase. Some, some else, something going on. Something going on. The bazooka has been misfiring. Ooh. Oh, blank. We got blanks in there. Pew. And on the bazooka ain't good. Ain't <laughs> on the bazooka ain't good. And. You know, I, I think it has – I don't want to call it a sophomore slump or hit the wall or any of that. I think I misread personally what a kind of physical undertaking it was going to be for him to play defensive end. Mm. It has taken its toll on him. Yeah. And if you want a fresh player, you need him going into the playoffs. And I, I really didn't believe that he should have been playing uh, last Sunday. But I can tell that he's banged up and it's hard for him to take that beating. And I don't know if I'm if I'm reading the room the wrong way. Of y'all have seen the same thing, but to me, uh, Mike Micah it, it doesn't look like himself, a shell of himself, and it may be because of the position that he's playing. I ask you guys going into this Tampa game, are you looking for him to play? more linebacker, and have you noticed any deficiencies with Micah in at linebacker in the running game also? Well, I'll say this. Um, look, as great of a player as Micah is, because he's, he's definitely off to an unbelievable start. Um, you know, he's not the biggest 
of defensive ends or, or people that are rushing the passer. So when you're going against those 300-pounders and, you know, the Tyron Smiths of the world each and every game and each and every play, it'll, it'll wear on you. It'll wear on you a little bit. So it's not, you know, unexpected to see him kind of slow down just a little bit. But when you talk about the game plan and the scheme going to this game, I can see Quinn using him more as a chess piece, kind of like he was in his rookie year where we'll have him coming off the edge. You need that pressure up the gut to kind of fluster Tom Brady up in here. Let's put him in the A-gap. Let him run over the center a little bit. I can see them putting him on the weakest matchup of their offensive line. Whoever's the weakest link on that offensive line, I can see him moving him around just to get him more opportunities to affect the game and get after the quarterback. Because when you leave him on one side, as great as he is, I mean, you're going to have people chipping them. You're going to have running backs chipping them, tight ends chipping them. They're going to have plays going in the opposite direction. And it kind of nullifies his his um, his ability out there. So yeah. if you use him as a chess piece, putting him all over the place, I can see him affecting the game a lot more that way than we've seen him by just lining him up at that left end or that right end. Yeah, man, my man Micah tied. Okay? He tied, boss. He tied, boss. Let me tell you something. Uh, was it four out of the last six of these quarterbacks that we played have been mobile quarterbacks? Yeah. All right. Chasing. So, yeah, he, how, how many times have you seen Micah chasing a guy after, after you know what I'm saying, rushing the, or rushing yeah. the quarterback? Oh, yeah. And sometimes you see him on the sideline, hands on the hip with the kickstand. That's with the legs crossed, <laughs> right? Yeah, we know about you that. See, but I'm saying, yeah, yeah. but you see it often enough, right? Because uh-huh. he's, he's, he's a player who's, one, going to give 100% every time, he, every time he's out there. And most of the time, if the quarterback breaks the pocket, Micah's the closest guy to him because yeah. he's got the speed to chase the guy down. The dude on top of playing defensive end undersized, yeah. now he's also running further, more, spring more, doing all of that, especially throughout the last four weeks of the season. You think about that. You got, was it Davis Mills and them were running two, two quarterback yeah. systems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you uh, had Trevor Lawrence, who okay, had uh, running ability. You just came off a week where Howell uh, scrambled for a touchdown and, and had the ability too. to Dobbs get out. Yeah. Dobbs was scrambling. So you had you you have guys who are putting that type of pressure on, on our T line, uh, D-line as a whole, but we're just speaking about Michael Parsons, who yeah, he, he might be a little tired, which is, for this week, it's great because Tom Brady ain't scrambling nowhere. Yeah, that's all right. Great. So you know, once you in that in that rush in that tackle box, Tom Brady's most likely going to be inside that tackle box, and he's going to be making his throws from there. Or hopefully for us, he's going to be getting sacked yeah. from the tackle box. So the, it'll be easier on Michael Parsons this uh, this week. The last time Michael Parsons saw Tom Brady, he had a multiple sack game. Yeah, back to back. And so, which was kind of crazy. I think everybody was surprised by that because of how quickly Tom Brady gets rid of the mm-hmm. ball, and that's been the main adjustment that I've seen quarterbacks make on our defense has been the fact that they get rid of the mm-hmm. damn ball Quick. fast. Mm-hmm. All right, to to kind of nullify that pressure, and I think that's where we're seeing uh, the back half uh, take take the most uh, take the most punishment. But guys, that's our time. We uh, did it. Newy Scruggs will be back uh, tomorrow, and I'm TCU's sure. use finest. Yeah, don't bring that hat And, in and you know what? <laughs> don't bring that hat well, in here, man. I guess we, we didn't get no hats the last time. Nah. Do you think he'll – what's the over-under? You think he'll bring us something back? He ain't bringing no Mac. He ain't bringing no Mac. He ain't going to walk in here with his salad tomorrow and his, uh, and his Duke's bag. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's with it. his Lucas on. No, <laughs> you don't think he bought us nothing back? Nah, he ain't bringing nothing. Nothing. 
That nothing. Mm-mm. He gonna tell us about it though. Man, yeah. I went over the. <laughs> oh yeah, I went over here, man. I went, hey, I was with Denzel. Story. Yeah, he gonna have a good story. story hey, I was with Denzel, me yeah. and Ice Cube. Yeah, me and the Rock. He signed my shoes. The Rock signed my shoes. Man, he gonna have some stories though. Oh my man, New and Scrubs will be back tomorrow on the Players Lounge. So we appreciate y'all hanging out with us, and we'll be back tomorrow at two p.m. So for Danny McCray and for Barry. Church. I'm Heckman Harrison. We'll see you tomorrow. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!